1: Ah, yes, good morning. Tuesday, 9th of January, summer breakfast. Trent Copeland here alongside Jaleesa Apps. We're here for Bryden's Lawyers. Unable to work due to injury or illness, contact Bryden's Lawyers. Good morning to everyone listening on SEN 1170am here in Sydney as we fill the chairs for Fosse and Brandy and many others, to be fair, in recent times. And welcome to those of you listening on SENQ Q693am in Brisbane. You're with us for the first hour. And then Patton Heels briefly back from their hiatus to host a special show live from the Magic Millions Barrier Draw. That's coming up from 6 a.m. Queensland time. And good morning to everyone else listening across the SEN network. Pick up the phone and have your say today on the Suncorp open line, 1300 one We've got a good story to talk through to kick us off this morning, Jaleesa, but one moment before we tuck into that, get your home storm season ready with Suncorp. That number again to call us, one one 1170 If you can't listen live, you can catch up via the podcast, search Breakfast with Vossie and Brandy on your fav- favourite podcast platform, including Apple Podcasts and Spotify. You can also find all of our podcasts on the SEN app. And just a quick heads up, we've got Brett Phillips on to talk a lot of tennis today. Sydney Six's guru Jordan Silk is joining us as well, and Nick Ashman from Sportsbet. Good morning to you, Jaleesa, and I want to start with... When we exited the building yesterday Mm, and we, we want stories from everyone else. When you hear this and it pops into your mind, your version of this story, Mm. let us know what it is, but tell us, what did I walk out of the building and see yesterday?
0: Okay. Well, first of all, just then when you were talking and uh, you said, oh, we've got a story to get to, I was listening, I was sitting here listening as though I was listening to the radio. It wasn't until you said my name that I was like, oh. That's right. I have to make this content. So I was just (laughs) chilling back here. So uh, anyway, the story was, um, so we went out. Let me take you back to the start of the shift when Ben said to me, do you think you should park inside the car park? And I was like, nah, nah, it's all good, Ben. Oh, do you want to, seriously, like I can just let you in the car park? Nah, mate, Ben, it's all good. It's all good. And Ben was, I could see, visibly concerned at my response, but... (laughs) As somebody who frequently parks illegally, never in disabled zones, that's a big no. But I just park illegally, honestly, all over the city. Um, wow.
1: Yeah. Get this number plate. <laughs> yeah, all yeah, you yeah. Parking constantly. <laughs> it's actually
0: become a little bit um, psychopathic of me to see how long I can get away with it. Anyway, so I was like, nah, now nah, Ben, I'm living. This is how I live. <laughs> just, just, yeah, I'm fine. Anyway, as I went down yesterday, I was seconds from being booked the, the guy was like, you know, filling out his little thing. I was like, are you booking me? And he was like, yeah.
2: <laughs> and I was like,
0: could you not? And he just looked at me and I was like, please. I said, I'm leaving now. And he said, all right, but you know, you need to read the sign. I mean, I had read the sign. I just wow blatant ignore the disregard. Sign. But, um, yeah, thank you to that man. <laughs> Good karma coming your way. And I have parked legally this morning.
1: Well done in the car park. Would you believe it? Jaleesa. Mm. Well done. Suncorp open line 1300 01 11 What have you got away with? Have you got away with parking fines? <laughs> have you talked your way out of it? Is it highway on the highway? How have you talked yourself out oh, of that Oh, geez. Scenario? So you're
0: going full oh, legal. I want the full story.
1: Eh? We've got scope. We've got plenty of time. You know, Jalisa, I hit a wombat a. on the
0: highway once. Oh, dear. Yeah. Right off my car. Right that, near Belengalow. That's grim. <laughs> it was really grim. <laughs> yeah. On Christmas Eve as oh, I was trying to dear. get as I was trying to get to work. Anyway, nice trucky helped me out.
1: Well done. You got a lot of people helping you out. Well done.
0: Yeah. Good people in the world.
1: Yeah, that's right. Good people. Speaking of good people, former Aussie coach Darren Lehman believes Steve Smith should stay at number four and a specialised opener should be brought in to de- uh, to replace Davy Warner. There's been a lot of talk about this in recent times, Jaleesa. It, Darren Lehman was talking on SEN Sports Day last night. Let's have a listen.
2: Smith's a superstar. If anyone can do it, he can do it. The transition from four to one. Um, and he obviously wants a new challenge. He's been uh, you know, behind the scenes apparently quite keen to do it. I'd love him to stay at four. I mean, I love uh, Marnus Smith, Head, Marsh, Carey, four five four three to seven. Uh, adds Aussie in there, and opening. I I think it's perfect time to put a young kid in there. So you know, being from Queensland, I would like to see Renshaw. Um, mm-hmm. But if they go on sheer stats and performance, uh, and give state credit, the state credit the credit it deserves, then it probably has got to be Bancroft, doesn't it? He's played so yep. well in all formats for the last few years. So, and then Harris has been the spare man on tour, so it could be one of those three. I I, I think Green just has to wait his turn. I, I'm not against that. I think. It's just Mitch Marsh has taken his spot and, and grabbed it with both hands, and it's just the way it is. So maybe Green's got to hold off for a little bit. That that might be the hardest thing, but it might also be the making of him as a player. Yeah. Uh, you know, he, he he goes, Well, I'm not playing because I just didn't do the things I needed to do to cement my spot, and that, he'll take his next chance with both hands. So I'd prefer a traditional opener. If you're going to do it, you do it now because uh, the West Indies is a soft series. Yep. Pakistan was, you know, their attack was okay, but it wasn't great, if that makes sense. So you probably could have done it then as well. So it's just one of those things. They've got to use it now.
1: Jalisa, your first thoughts when you hear Darren Lehman's opinion there?
0: Well, I know why I was dropped from this from the show last night because I was meant to be on Sats and Jace.
1: Oh wow! Yeah, so wow.
0: It's just bitterness, is what I feel.
1: Here we are, thinking we were talking about selection for Australia. <laughs> and I'm just
0: sitting here, biggest story.
2: <laughs> no,
0: I was supposed to be on there last night. Good to know why it was dropped, guys. But anyway, no, I would have gone with Darren <laughs> Lehman as well. Fair enough. Completely agree with him, though. Yeah. Um, just <laughs> <he's> giggling away. <laughs>
1: I am. Well, you know what's funny is, uh, and Darren Lehman did it really well. Is that in the past week we have had uh, numerous WA legends: Kim Hughes, mm. Mitchell Johnson, numerous others. Cameron Bancroft has to play. It's a slap in the face to state cricket if it doesn't happen. Then you get Matty Hayden saying Matt Renshaw has to play. Mm. Then Lehman started off by saying Matt Renshaw would be a good choice. Mm. And it's almost like state allegiances come through with those opinions. But then very well done by Darren Lehman. He actually cited, if you're talking pure numbers from domestic cricket and we want to reward that, speaking as a former Australian coach, Understanding the importance of acknowledging the domestic setup. I think that's, that's where Darren Lehman really gets it and and brought to the table some good opinion there.
0: What's, what's doing with the state allegiances? Like, you know what I mean? Like (laughs) I get it, but also, and and if you work for the, I mean, you obviously work for Cricket New South Wales, part of your job is to uh, better Cricket New South Wales. So I get that when you work for it. But I also feel like, you know, when people are like, oh, you know, the Australian team is made up of all New South Wales players. I could not care where the players in the Australian team come from as Mm. a fan. Couldn't care. As long as we are winning test matches, I don't care.
1: Yep. That's a fair point. And I I actually don't think... Yeah, No, I don't. I I have personal relationships with a lot of these players. So that's where it's probably... Uh, uh, making sure that I am front of mind viewing cricket for what it is mm. and if I am asked for an opinion that I give my true and authentic opinion on the cricket alone, not the person. Yeah, that, That's where I have to draw the line and I, I'm assuming that the majority of these people are doing exactly the same and, and that's an assumption but you would hope that it's not about state and where you're from and, and things like that. The other thing is all names being mentioned have legitimate cases as well. So oh, like for they're sure. being picked out of thin air.
0: For sure. Um, and I'm I'm not, uh, I'm more saying like when people say there's New South Wales bias. Yeah. Like I just, I, oh, I. I
1: copped that for years. Oh, yeah. you, you got, when you got your baggy blue was the. Baggy green yeah, in the yeah, backpack yeah. with it. Thing. Things it's like weird.
0: that. But yeah, I mean, if you look at the, so this is the batting average since, um, I wholeheartedly agree with pretty much everything Darren Lehman said. I think that Cam Green just needs to wait for a spot. Um, openers since the average among openers since January, 2021, right? So this is just openers. Cameron Bancroft, 50.72. Uh, Matt Rainshaw, 38.70. Marcus Harris, 37.68. And Daniel Hughes is 33.86. Mm. So Cameron Bancroft, if you're just going on openers and you're just looking at now, right now you need an opener for Australia, in Australia because that's the two test matches coming up. Yeah. I think maybe we get a little bit lost in looking long-term. That has to be back of mind. But I think right now we just need an opener in Australia. Yeah. It has to be Cam Bancroft.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It- and when you put the case forward like that, and I'm sure that case has been made at the selection table. I, I'd be amazed if it hasn't. I wonder how much they're looking at the future. Uh, as Are a they part looking of this. at the
0: future? Is it, is? Do you think that sandpaper gate has an impact? Because I would hate to think it does.
1: I don't think it does. At I this don't point. think
0: it does either.
1: You paid your dues. Yeah. I, I think it's we've moved past that.
0: But I can't. So first of all, I don't think it should. But I can't see why it would either when, you know, we've moved, got moved past with the other two players. Mm. I can't see why it would, but then if Cameron Bancroft isn't picked, I can't see why he's not. Yeah. But for that.
1: Yeah. And it could well be game style as well, Jaleesa. One of the things that Davey Warner leaves a hole with in the Australian team is the game style he played. So an aggressive style opener that's striking at 70 and the way Australia play their test cricket. Yeah. In the absence of that, is Cameron Bancroft the man to fill the hole or is that too same-same with a, a few of the others in the top order for Australia? Question here on the text line, isn't Darren Lehman from South Australia? The answer is yes, but uh, a current coach of Queensland uh, in the setup and and certainly living up there. So that's where the chat about that comes from. And even Mitchell Johnson, when we referenced WA, played a lot for Queensland as well. It's not about that. It's more just where current allegiances lie. Uh, and and front of mind opinion and uh, and probably an
0: unconscious bias. Like I'm not thinking yeah. there's a oh, conscious bias. And
1: let it. me be clear, I'm not saying there is with any of these no, people. No, no, same. But that's the common thread. Yes. Is that player uh, X from state X is being spoken about by said person? So, yeah.
0: And because it's only natural, you go. You have more to do with that person. You're gonna feel in, like they're yeah.
1: Indeed, yes. Uh, In other cricket news, last night in the BBL, the Perth Scorchers, too good at Sydney Showground Stadium. Three for 140, the Scorchers were in chasing down the Sydney Thunders, eight for 137. Strange pitch. Strange pitch. I don't know if you watch much of it, Jaleesa, but it was a game where Ashton Agar took two for six off four overs, and Tanvir Sanger was spinning the ball like you're playing in the backyard and it was hitting tufts of grass. Mm. It was tennis ball-y bounce. Um, so disappointing surface, but in the end, despite conditions, both teams have got to play on it and the Scorchers yet again find a way to win.
0: Yeah, I only saw like the very start of it because I was um, not, not very very mentally unwell. After <laughs> after having no sleep, I was rattled a shell of, my per- of a person. So I had to get some sleep. Um, and I was thinking about you as I got in to bed and thought, poor Copes he's out there.
1: <laughs> well, I was having a great time. It was a good match. And, uh, unfortunately bad news for the Sydney Thunder. The Sixers fans, when we talk to Jordan Silk a little later, we can reference, uh, Friday night's match, the, the Sydney smash, which will be a good game, but also really important for the Sixers as well. There's some news on Osman Khawaja. So, he's expected to wear his Darwin Olive Branch logo in a match for the first time tomorrow night with the test opener to play for the Brisbane Heat alongside Marnus uh in the game at the Gabba. While the ICC banned him for wearing it during the test match, Cricket Australia's board has approved its use here in our Big Bash competition given that they are fully in charge of playing conditions and what is sanctioned, what is not within our own competition. So, uh, your opinion, firstly, just on on the fact that Usman is then allowed to do it here, and I guess voice his opinion that he's been trying to voice for some time.
0: Mm. Uh, two things. For, well, firstly, I I worry about when it opens up a bit of a can of worms as to people saying, "But I was just voicing my opinion." However, in this case, I don't. I can't argue with it, just peace. You know what I mean? Like, like the sentiment that he's putting out there, mm. bigger things in my life to worry about than Usman asking for peace. Do you know what I mean? Like the yeah. sentiment that he's asking for, I don't know really how anyone can really be against what he is saying.
1: Yeah. And look, the rationale for particularly Usman, when talking about in practical terms, it, it, there's a lot of people around the world that have played international cricket in the last five years that have had... A Christ symbol on their bat, for mm-hmm. example, to support their religion they believe in. Mm-hmm. Um, it, would you call that a political statement, or is it just a personal belief? It, there's a very grey area there on how you define these things.
0: I think the in, if he was going with the initial um, state, the initial thing that he was going to do with the colours, I think maybe that's where it gets into a grey area of becoming a bit too political. Yeah, but then I but I think the way that he has uh, sort of paired that messaging back and I agree with the sentiment that he's putting out there at the moment, then I don't, I don't think it's a problem.
1: Yeah. All lives are equal. Uh, makes a lot of sense just in how he views the world, but uh, good news that he's able to do that within the BBL. Uh, plenty more to get through. We'll get into all the top stories after this. Summer Brecky is powered by Kubota for over 40 years. We've been making tomorrow matter, shaping and building Australia together. Just talking about a few of the headlines around the sporting world, starting with the NRL, Jaleesa, mm. Kevi Walters. He's revealed that Selwyn Cobbo is going to make a shock positional switch from the wing to the centres to replace the departed Herbie Farnworth. He scored 37 tries in 49 games over three seasons playing on the wing. Here's Kevi speaking yesterday.
2: That's the plan to, to move you in that, into that role. Um,
1: you saw sort of probably a bit more natural there in the centres than, than on the wing. And... Um, so far he's been really good there I guess we'll find out more when we start playing and starts having to make tackles and do all those things that uh, the great centres do. How's, his, how's he looking Kevin, like, he's still a young lad, like, how's, yeah. his, how's his fitness and no, he's, well, he's Again he's still only young Selwyn, so um, still maturing in that space with his um, fitness levels and his strength, they'll get better at, at, as the year goes on, but he's forty IQ is very good, very intelligent player. which is. Uh, you need to be playing those Senate roles, particularly defensively. I, I feel that's where he's going to be a good asset for us with the way he reads the, the, the attack. It's interesting. Yeah, you, very interesting. What are your thoughts? You cover a lot of footy.
0: It feels like it's out of necessity uh, because obviously they've lost um, Herbie Farnworth to the Dolphins. Um, Thomas Blegler's also gone to the Dolphins. But I just feel like uh, this is more of a move out of necessity rather than it doesn't feel like his best position. It feels like the wing is, I mean, he's so quick.
1: Yeah. Oh, his impact on return, returning kicks. Yes. His impact off their own line. Yeah. Much harder to do when you're playing at centre. Yeah, it is. But, oh, I mean, his raw talent and try scoring ability and just what he can offer in, in attack in particular is, you know, up there with anyone in the game, which yeah, is exciting.
0: I, I mean, and he'll wait to question uh, Kevi. He obviously knows what he's doing, but... I did find it a very bizarre, surprising move.
1: Mm. All you Queenslanders out there listening to us before Patton Heels this morning, tell us, what do you think? Is it a good move? Getting Selwyn Cobbo into the centres after Herbie Farnworth departs. On to tennis... Heavy rain in Melbourne forced all play to be cancelled on the opening day of the Australian Open qualifiers. Brett Phillips was telling us that was potentially the case. We'll get him on in a little while to talk more tennis. Uh, Not one match was played after the main indoor courts were kept off limits to host practice by top players, including Alex Dimonor and Naomi Osaka. So the qualifiers get bumped for practice for the big dogs.
0: Yeah, interesting, isn't it? And there were like people were able to go and and see practice and, um, spoke yesterday. Um, he is such an interesting tennis character because I feel like he's not your typical tennis kid. Mm. Probably kids the wrong word. He's not a kid anymore, but you know what I mean? (laughs) Like, you know, tennis players, they often uh, have a huge level of confidence about them and it's open and it's just because the way they've been brought up in the sport, they need to really have a lot of belief. It's an individual sport. Um, it's interesting listen to Demonor speak because he's just very quietly, quietly confident, quietly spoken, very humble. There's very little bravado about him or anything like that. And he said that he hears the critics and he knows that people don't think that he is the kind of player that can win a slam. And he said, that's really helpful because it points out the things in his game that he has to work on.
1: Interesting. Yeah.
0: Which I just thought was such a, you know, normally tennis players, they fire back at critics and they'll, you know, but he was just like, no, this is really helpful to me because then I know um, where my game is lacking from the point of view of those critics.
1: Interesting. Mm. And uh, well, another superstar in the world of tennis. You were talking to Zverev yesterday mm-hmm. yeah. in Sydney. How how was he? You know, when you go down and you go to interview some of these stars that we see on TV. Mm. What was he like?
0: Uh, yeah, he's uh, well, see he won the United Cup. Um yeah. and probably wasn't <laughs> he probably wasn't loving the whole experience to be on it because it was down at Macquarie's uh, Mrs. Macquarie's chair and it was absolutely pouring rain. <laughs> Uh, he gave a little bit, uh, you know, Nadal, he, um, you know, he said, you know, it's disappointing not to see him there, but hopefully he's not out, uh, long-term. Angelique Kerber is his teammate, uh, in the United Cup. She's fascinating because she's coming back from, I think, 18 months off after becoming a mum. Yeah. Um, so the women's side of things is really interesting this year because we've got all these, uh, players that are coming back. And like Naomi Osaka, they've come back quite really strong. So, um, and with like, I feel like maybe Naomi Osaka, um, is a good example of this. Listening to her the other day, speak about what her body physically did to have a baby and how strong she knows she actually physically is now actually helps with being an athlete. So the women's side of things, very interesting. So I probably found Angelique maybe a bit more interesting than (laughs) Sarah.
1: Here you go. Uh, uh, You know what? I'm not surprised by that. Uh, I'm not (laughs) surprised by that one bit. Time for the news. (coughs) Yeah, thanks, Nathan. We're here for Bing Lee, better living every day. And we're powered by Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making Tomorrow Matter, shaping and building Australia together. If you're only just waking up, here are the headlines that we've been talking about in the cricketing world. Plenty of chat about who should replace Davey Warner at the top of the order. Early in the show, we discussed it and heard from former Aussie coach Darren Lehman, who believes Steve Smith should stay where he is at number four. And a specialist opener brought in, he mentioned Cameron Bancroft and the portfolio he's put forward in state cricket and Matty Renshaw. The Scorchers too good against the Thunder last night at the Showground Stadium. Questions also raised about the pitch. But the Thunder campaign ends. The Scorchers march on towards the finals, as they so often do. Uh, Kevin Walters has confirmed that Selwyn Cobbo will switch to the centres to replace the departed Herbie Farnworth. And Australian Open qualifiers are expected to get underway later this morning after the games were washed out yesterday. But biggest news in the morning, off the top, Jaleesa revealing after <laughs> we left the show yesterday. Uh, she we- weaseled away out of a parking fine. Uh, so worth catching up on that via the podcast if you missed it. And we want to know if you've ever managed to do the same or, or had something similar. Everyone's got a story like that. Pick up the phone and have your say on the Suncorp open line one 1170 This sports update was all thanks to Height for Hire. Safely talking. T- I can't even read this morning. Taking you to new heights. Looking for height? Hire it right. Visit heightforhire.com dot a u we got there nap? no I don't want a nap no you I just okay, can't read all right I don't think all it's... right
0: whoa 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 oh, wow. whoa, whoa okay that, that came was across like as asking a toddler, should <laughs> they have a sleep No I don't I'm fine actually okay
1: it certainly was not intended to be aggressive. Right. aggressive sorry no
0: mate you do you you're doing it you're doing great sweetie
1: <laughs> <laughs> what I was going to say was my lack of reading ability is not related to tiredness. It's just there at all times. Okay,
0: sure, sure. <laughs> I mean, you have. So, um, Copes has had a really big. He got up really early yesterday. He's worked all day yesterday for cricket in New South Wales. Then he's gone out and done the BBL. He's got, I don't know, must have debts to pay somewhere. I <laughs> know, it's, it's my own doing.
1: It's and then he's doing.
0: come in this morning on about two hours sleep, so.
1: That's, yeah, hey, there's no complaints here.
0: You, no, no, you are not a complainer, but I just admire your um your tenacity. Um, there's some <laughs> text here. Mark says Cam Green is a great player, but I don't understand the big rush to get him to the side. He's the youngest of them. I definitely agree with you, Mark. I don't understand this. I'm not saying he's not a great player, but I don't think he. Um, I don't think we need to just throw him in the opener spot just for the sake of it. And I actually think it could be detrimental. Um, on people saying Sandpaper Gates does an impact, including me, but we forgot Bancroft has Bancroft has played in the team since then. That is a great point. What was it, 2019 mm. Ashes?
1: Yeah, yeah. Stuart Broad had his measure. <laughs> yeah,
0: fantastic. Um, point. Morning All, didn't Bancroft in an interview throw the bowlers under the bus by alluding to more than just the batters knowing about sandpaper? Jason said that. Yeah, there was some interview a little while ago, but then I saw this um, article by um, Andrew McGlashan on Crick Info where he was actually asked about this like just a couple of days ago and he said, I still run into those players plenty of times over the last couple of years. I've certainly felt nothing but business as usual with how you interact with people. What's happened in the past has been and gone now. I know those guys feel the same. So certainly, um, mm.
1: yeah. Interesting. Some good texts flying in this morning. Uh, 0457 736 736, the Edgewater Homes text line. Get in touch with us. What do you think? Who should replace Davy Warner at the top of the order? We might get word on that today. We believe that the Australian test team... For the two tests against the West Indies will be named today. Hopefully it is. Some massive news this morning, Jaleesa, and this has really got my mind ticking on maybe more nostalgia than anything else, but a humongous story in the world of sport. Nike and Tiger Woods have brought their partnership to an end after twenty-seven years. Like this feels like a bad, you know, a bad breakup of the marriage you've been following your entire life. Well,
0: I wasn't even born. No, I'm joking.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Nice try. Nice try. Woods started his deal with Nike when he was 20 and the relationship is reported to be worth around $500 million over its lifetime. It comes as Nike looks to cut $2 billion in the coming years and scale down its investment in sport. It stopped making golf equipment in 2016. So uh, what comes to mind firstly, before we delve into it... Mm. Tell us what you think on the most famous names that you associate with brands or when you think of a brand, what do you associate with that brand? Uh, Because for me, it was when I grow up uh, watching cricket, it was Ricky Ponting and Kookaburra. It was uh, the Miller Champ and Hall Michael Bevan when he's raising his bat at the SCG after the Miracle Run chase for the Mm. 50th time. Mm. It was those sort of brand associations that, that I have as a kid, but it doesn't get any bigger than Tiger Woods. Uh, tell us what you think, 0457 736 736, or on the Suncorp open line, 1300 01 1170. Tell me what you think about this.
0: Well, there's two, there's two ones that come to my mind, um, Lacoste and um, Djokovic. I always okay. think whenever I see Lacoste, because I, lo- I love the look of their shoes, but yep. do nothing for my feet. Um, so I always think about that. The big one for me though, is the sharks and sombreros. (laughs) (laughs) Every time I go down to the sharks, they have sombreros. That's (laughs) very
1: interesting. Not one I would have had front of mind.
0: Really? I okay. mean, I'm talking the world of
1: sport. <laughs> yeah, Tiger no, it's Woods the, and it's Nike the sharks and Sharks go... and
0: Zombreros for me. Um, <laughs> every time I go down there, I can't really listen to what Nico Hines is saying because all I'm thinking about is the Zombreros logo behind him. <laughs> and um, I just go and get myself a little sneaky burrito.
1: Wow. Isn't that some really good uh, influence? Hashtag influence. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, if Zombreros uh, oh, influences I love Zombreros. Them. Yeah. There's an opportunity there for you, I'm sure. Jeez,
0: I'm hungry. <laughs> like I just, already I've just realised
1: Already uh, I mean this is one of those things that in the world of sport you, You're talking LeBron James And uh, <laughs> it is such a lucrative marketplace On as soon as anyone comes into the world of sport They are snapped up And largely mm. before they're even in the world of sport Professionally They are snapped up by companies Certainly in the cricket landscape
0: Yeah how does that work? Do you get told Like you played um, for Australia Do you get told uh you this is your sponsor or do they come to your manager or what happens yeah
1: that's the way it goes and uh, and i'm assuming very much in the same way as nike would have gone to tiger woods they see something with someone that they think okay i'm going to give you some potentially at the start free gear at this point Mm. you know and contra sort of setup. yeah but in the future it's going to be worthwhile to our business to have given you that stuff at the start so Mm. it's um yeah. I mean, there's some famous ones out there and uh, Adidas and, and the football environment, you know, the tennis. I remember Yonex and Leighton Hewitt, uh, yeah. you know, that sort of stuff. Um,
0: You'd have to get it in cricket because I know in NRL, they have to get it then approved through the club. Like, yes, you can have this sponsor. Is that yeah. the same in cricket? Yeah. yeah,
1: it, it's it, You need to be approved. And if there's conflicting sponsors, with your team and things like that, but generally it's it's pretty free reign. We've got the All Blacks and Adidas from Daniel. That's a good one. Not just a player, but also teams. Uh, we've got plenty to talk through this morning. We've got... So much more. We got the stories everywhere coming in about the cricket, uh, opinions everywhere, left, right, and centre on who should open the batting for Australia. But there's so much more, particularly in American sport, uh, to get through. We'll get there shortly. Uh, <laughs> summer breakfast. We are here for Bryden's lawyers. Unable to work due to injury or illness, contact Bryden's lawyers. SEN, this is the beauty of SEN. <laughs> Radio is in the break. A lot of us are here doing hard work and and researching topics, brand collaborations with athletes. I look over at Jaleesa and say, have you got anything to bring to the table? She said, no, I'm on TikTok.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, I didn't even know we were all working. (laughs) Yeah. Well, the good news is that (laughs) our loyal (laughs) listeners
1: out there have uh, come to the party. I mean, I've got, I was doing a bit of research in the break and the five most successful athlete brand collaborations in one of these articles Uh, Michael Jordan and Nike, Tiger Woods and Nike, really obvious and and still ongoing to this day success. Nike and Serena Williams and LeBron James. Oh, yeah. Front of mind. Neymar and Puma. And there's quite a few footballers, you know, Cristiano Ronaldo, Lionel Messi. Coley uh, is Puma. Yes, exactly right. And then we've had plenty of texts come in as well. So the big G says, Morning TJ on brand association, Shell and Dick Johnson. This partnership has been going on Since 1967, we've seen that up at the Mount at Bathurst plenty of times. There's one here that's coming from Matt as well. Uh, guys, Nike have dumped Jason Day. Did you see his trousers in the last PGA tournament? Very funky. I didn't actually see that.
0: No, this is, I will research this. (laughs) There you go. I'll get off TikTok in the break and have a look.
1: Yeah. (laughs) This one's good from Jeremy morning i hope tiger will be okay perhaps we can start a gofundme page for his next sponsor that will make him more millions yeah i think he'll be okay yeah but but good idea yeah i I think he'll be okay his statement when he was talking about it he's clearly thought about thanking people and he's like you know what there's just way too many to thank (laughs) over 27 years this is what he said over 27 years ago i was fortunate to start a partnership with one of the most iconic brands in the world The days have been filled with so many amazing moments and memories. If I started naming them, I could go on forever. Phil Knight's passion and vision brought this Nike and Nike Golf partnership together. And I want to personally thank him along with Nike employees and the incredible athletes I've had the pleasure of working with along the way. People ask if there is another chapter. Yes, there will certainly be another chapter. See you in LA, Tiger. So it's uh, not the end for Tiger, but... It's a strange breakup at this time. Uh, vividly, you know, in terms of sporting history, this is the other part you could talk about. I yeah. mean, that, the ball and that Nike logo mm. dribbling into the cup at Augusta
2: mm. is yeah.
1: arguably the most iconic moment in all of world sport.
0: Is it Nike or Nike?
1: I've always called it Nike. Yeah,
0: I've um, always called it Nike I too. probably
1: still say Nike. and know. I might have even just said it, Nike.
0: Yeah, you I did. I don't know. Oh, there you go. Yeah, you did before. And I was like, you've alternated.
1: Oh, wow. Yeah.
0: Okay. So um, I'm also looking at Jason Day's hmm. pants. What is going on there? <laughs> you, he, whoever texts that in, you're not wrong. Like it's, they're spotty. There's a lot of fabric. Mm. <laughs> they're dark colored and then they've got these spots on it. Um, And it says here his new Melbourne, M-A-L-B-O-N pants. Uh, apparently he's joined the fashion Ford, Melbourne brand. I tell you, they are very Ford. <laughs> They're a bit too Ford for me. They're it's a lot of fabric. They look like clown pants. Mm. Anyway, I'm now looking, Googling Melbourne golf. See, this is what happens though. yes, Now I might find something that I like.
1: There you go. Mm,
0: sponsor <laughs> me, Melbourne.
1: <laughs> uh, if there's ever, uh, you know, if you're in marketing and you're thinking, Am I making a difference out there with our brand placement? The answer from Jaleesa emphatically this morning is yes. Yeah.
0: I mean, right now I'm on the, your location is set to Australia. Oh, now it's all getting complicated. I can't buy. I I don't know what's going on up there.
1: Let's talk some other sport, Jaleesa. Uh, In the NFL, uh, I'm not sure if you're aware of this, but... (laughs) NFL's Black Monday.
0: I wasn't aware until you guys explained this to me. This yeah, morning. so the really end of the NFL.
1: regular season, commonly referred to the day after as Black Monday. The Atlanta Falcons fired their head coach Arthur Smith after a disappointing seven and ten season. Uh, Black Monday is, is the time where end of regular season, all teams eliminated from playoff contention, can start making decisions for next year. They're prepping for the draft. Smith was fired at 12.01am, one minute into Black Monday, one minute into the next calendar year. This is ruthless business, (laughs) but from an NFL fan's point of view, I watched Arthur Smith after the game yesterday lose his mind on camera at an opposition coach after having that record, and it just needed to happen, but that's pretty brutal, isn't
0: it? 7-10 and doesn't seem that bad.
1: Oh, it was. I mean, there's no question. The talent is there within that organisation, right? Okay. In terms of Kyle Pitts, uh, Drake London, Bijan Robinson, talented players everywhere, and just couldn't get the job done. So, so.
0: that is ruthless, though, that they do that so quickly. Yeah. So do you mean, reckon he gets a call at, in the middle of the night? Surely
1: he's getting a call or at, a text. Yeah. Oh, maybe it is a text.
0: I don't... I See, I'm on Do Not Disturb, so I wouldn't know I'm fine <laughs> until the morning. I'm having the first peaceful sleep of my life.
1: Thinking you're good. Yeah, I'm sweet. Yeah. No one's called me. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was interesting yesterday watching a few of the NFL games. There was uh, a lot of backups being played. Oh, going again with the music. I love it. The NFL desk. Uh, but there was plenty of backups being played from teams that were already solidified in the playoffs. But we now get a picture on what things are going to look like so it's it was interesting to watch yesterday's games the wild card round next weekend the start of the playoffs there's some intriguing matchups there the browns take on the texans the dolphins take on the chiefs that's going to be an unbelievable game uh Tua Tagovailoa up against Pat Mahomes the steelers and the bills the packers and the cowboys the rams and the lions and then finally the eagles and the bucks and whoever wins that game goes through to play the 49ers who is, who are my team and I'm a bit worried about the Eagles if I'm being honest. Right. Uh, but that's the NFL news from around the world. And I'm sure Black Monday uh, is is not over. Is uh, going to be plenty more firings and hirings when coming in the near future. say
0: they can make calls about their next, their year going forward, is that like without, they obviously have to pay those contracts out and everything, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, there's
1: a story came out yesterday about Arthur Smith, how much money he's going to make sitting on the couch by not coaching the Falcons. Uh, forward. don't want to know early termination and those sort of things dream. Yeah. To get fired and still be paid.
0: Yeah. But like (laughs) being a high level job and do it badly really quickly.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's something we can just <laughs> let's just simmer on that for a moment. <laughs> uh, for those of you north of the border, a reminder that Maccas are proud sponsors of Little Legends, supporting grassroots sport across Queensland. It's summer brekkie here on SEN. We're about to farewell those of you listening on SENQ 693 AM in Brisbane. Pat and Heels are briefly back from their holidays for the Magic Millions Barrier Draw. For those of you here in Sydney on SEN. Uh, 1170 AM stay with us. There's so much more. I mean, we've got parking ticket avoidance to talk through, but there's plenty big stories to come in the world of sport. We've just been talking Nike and Tiger Woods and the split there. Uh, we've had plenty of texts come in, so we'll get to those shortly, but Jaleesa, it's a famous day in the world. I don't know where we get this info from, but what happened on this day?
0: Well, in 1811, the first women's golf tournament was held. That's pretty cool. Chris Sandow was born on this day in 1989. Happy 35th birthday to him. Kate Middleton was born. Um, she is celebrating her 42nd birthday. Richard Nixon would be um, 111. That's wild. And one that I found myself because the other one bored me. Um, sorry, Ben, but thanks for the rest of them though. Um, <laughs> in 2007, Steve Jobs announced the iPhone.
1: Uh, yesterday, you called it Jaleesa's show. And <laughs> I now didn't
0: call it you, that. Wow.
1: Well, you you ran with me. it and then I, I carried I it forward. It. <laughs> and now you're off TikTok and doing your own research. It is officially Jaleesa's show. <laughs>
0: and slamming Ben, who's put all the like, hard work into it,
1: uh, exactly. making us what we are. <laughs> uh, thanks for joining us here on Summer Breakfast.